Good morning. It's 6 o'clock on the dot. Time for our Wednesday morning prayer call. We've been doing this now for almost two years, so we're grateful for you to be on the call this morning. Call this morning. Um, the um, fact that you have – oh, can someone put their phone on mute? I hear a little kickback there. Thank you. So what we like to do is start with uh, a little word and devotion, but at this time I just want you to think. Take a couple seconds to think about what it is you've been praying to God. What is it that you've been taking to God and placing at his feet? Because this call is really for you. While we do have a word of encouragement, we also, um, in about 10 minutes, will open up the line for you to share that um, so that we all can stand in the gap with you, hold hands with you, lock arms with you, and, and pray that exact same prayer to God. There's something powerful. My mom just gave me this book, so I'm about to dive, in it, uh, dive into it today. But it says, what happens when you pray, what happens? And um, the one takeaway that she had is that, you know, it's good when you pray about something, but when you and one other person, you and five other people, you and however many other people pray for that same exact thing, that one purpose, there's power in that. So while it's a little embarrassing and maybe shy and you're reserved and you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to put that out, this is something that we do because even as we hang up on this call, there are prayer warriors that are still praying on your behalf as the days go on. So just think about that. Today, I really want to recap the Bible study from last night because it was so powerful and it also goes hand in hand with the message. So I'll open up with our daily devotion first from Jesus Calling, and then we'll dive into this message. Jesus Calling for today reads, There is no place so desolate that you cannot find me there. Who is on the call right now that feels they are so alone and that no one understands what they're going through and that God may not even be there, may not even be listening or receiving their call? And here in this word, it reminds you that I don't care how low you go or how dark the place is, I'm still there. When Hagar fled from her mistress Sarah into the wilderness, she thought she was utterly alone and forsaken. But Hagar encountered me in that desolate place. There she addressed me as the living one who sees me. Through that encounter with my presence, she gained courage to return to her mistress. No set of circumstances could ever isolate you from my loving presence. Not only do I see you always, I see you as a redeemed saint, gloriously radiant in my righteousness. That is why I take great delight in you and rejoice over you with singing. The scriptures for this morning, if you want to take them and meditate on them, maybe at your desk, maybe on the way to work. Genesis 16. 7 through 14, that's Genesis 16, 7 through 14, and also Psalm 139, 7 through 10, Psalm 139, 7 through 10. Today I want us to think about listening to a good scripture, listening to a good word, being in church and hearing a magnificent service from a preacher that is so good it just fills you up and you start overflowing and pouring out. We have a job to do, and we are not allowed to get spiritually fat in the word and just sit there 
and come back the next Sunday to receive another word to overflow some more. This is not allowed to happen in our walk. And what I love about last night's spot, it ignited me so much because it talked about stolen weekend. Fifty of us just went on this spiritual retreat, and something happened out there. We had, we had people preaching and speaking over us and praying over us and going in, and, and that was just the first day. Then the next morning we were on the beach with God, and that was um, a spiritual rejuvenation in itself. We weren't done yet. We had more classroom session, more time for people, to, and, and, and more tears and, and, and more situations that we had to handle in our own lives. So by the time we left, it's safe to say each and every one of us were spiritually fed at max capacity. You think Thanksgiving meal, I ate so much, it was so good. I still went back in for a little bit more because it was good. That's what happened to us on this retreat. And, you know, um, I, I even put in our newsletter when it went out, one of two things can happen to you when you have a spiritual, pivotal change in your life. One, you, you are so ignited with passion that you hit the ground running. The next day at work, you're like, God bless you. Can I pray for you? I haven't seen you in a long time. But, I mean, you just immediately have work to do, and you realize that, and you hit the ground running. You are bold in your faith. You're bold in your walk, and you don't care about how you may look because God did something in your life. That's one. Number two, you walk into work and immediately get hit, left and right. What is going on? I mean, you were just on this high, and within the first 45 minutes, you are at a low, and a deep, dark low because you were just so high. And that moment comes from the enemy saying, uh-uh, 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 I'm not trying to have you move from where I had you. Yeah, you just had all that this weekend, but I ain't trying to get rid of you that easy. I'm not trying to let you go that easy, and so you get hit. The thing for us to remember is when you receive a word, when you are fed, when something hits you, it's your job to go and spread it, to go and share it, to go and give it to someone else. I heard Ty saying when I first came on, sometimes you're the only Bible someone ever sees, and sometimes it's not always your words, it's your actions. We have a job to do. This prayer call this morning, if you hear something in it, it's for you to go and preach the word. And I heard someone say it, and I try to add it in all the Bible studies now, that right after a Bible study is done, I say, all right, now go preach that. Because it's not for you to keep it inside. Think about whoever is on this call that has books and books and books of notes that you've taken from church all these years. How much gold you're sitting on. You are sitting on a lot of good stuff. How much of that have you shared with someone else? You are not allowed to sit there on that. You are not allowed to sit and receive and receive and receive and not do anything and give anything back in return. I remember my late bishop, he used to give uh, uh, words, you know, on these Sundays. It would be so powerful that I would get in the car and I would call one of my best friends and even my mom, and it started. the call started to grow because it was so good to me. It tasted so good I had to immediately get it off to someone else. And then we lost my bishop, and so the word and everything started to change, and I started to listen, started to, you know, kind of think about something else, and I'm like, ah, I think it's time for me to leave this church and go find somewhere else where I can be fed. That's here north there. That's a side, side comment. But I say that to say 
when you receive the word and it tastes so good to you, what are you typically doing right after? Because I challenge you today to say, who is it that I can go talk to? Who is it that I can go pray over? Who is it that I can go and not only just talk but show in my actions the word of God that I just received? Because we have work to do. The scripture that I want you to think about today um, is, is simple, it's beautiful, it's great. We don't do it enough. And it's Mark 16, verse 15. Mark 16, verse 15, and it says, And then he told them, Go into the world and preach the good news to everyone. Go into the world and preach the good news to everyone. That's one you can put in your heart forever. Mark 16 and 15. Go into the world and preach the good news to everyone. Whoever was at Stolen Weekend, there's no reason why you haven't told at least five people about your experience there. If you are led under a good shepherd right now who is preaching and teaching the word of God like no other, there is no reason why at least five people don't know what the sermon was about on Sunday. It's Wednesday. There's no reason that we get so spiritually fed and we sit on it and come right back on Wednesday, come right back on Sunday to receive another word. It's not just for you. We are called to reach the masses. And there are people that really need you and really need to hear this word because they aren't going to church. They don't even know what church to go to. They don't even know how or what. So at that moment when I was not getting spiritually fed, I was hearing it from Ty how good he was getting fed and then went to his church. Mark 16 and 17, go into the world and preach the good news. So I pray you receive something about that today. Um, in Bible studies, in, when you are connected in family, then we can go deeper into how do you do that without being forceful, without being um, so pushy, without pushing someone else away, because those were questions I had back in the day when someone would say, go preach it. And I'd be like, how? How do you do that? How do you do that at work when you're not allowed to do that there, really? How, how am I so bold without scaring someone away? So that's why you want to get connected to a church family. You want to get connected to a Bible study. You want to get in a small group somewhere where we can have these conversations and say, try this, do this, do that. One simple way, and I'll leave you in this last note, is simply telling your story. Simply telling your story because that's fact to you. No one can tell you that those things did not happen because it was your life and your walk. And two, simply saying what encouraged you over the weekend, what you did hear on Sunday, and how it changed your life. What happened to you at this past retreat, or any retreat, or any moment that was a spiritual awakening to you, so this is what happened to me, and this is how it sparked something in me. That's what I learned about sharing the good news to others. It's not always being so forceful. I don't have to yell, raise my voice. I don't have to always go to scripture. But I can say, this is what happened to me, and it changed my life. And one day I'd love for you to come with me. But we have a job to do, and it says it in the Word. And so I hope that that encouraged you today, not to keep it to yourself and keep it in the books, and keep it in all your notes and in your iPhones. 
but to go out and speak it. So the time is 6.13, and I would love for you to um, just kind of take a moment, take a moment to share, uh, first to think about what, what, what is that prayer request, because that's what this call is for. And we definitely want to pray for everyone in Texas. So that is number one in our prayer request. But I do have my pen and paper out, and I'm writing these down. And as I said, there are a few of us on the call that will continue to pray for you even after this call is over. So at this time, I open up the line for anyone that has a prayer request at this time. Hi, um, this is Bianca. Hey, Bianca. Hey, um, so I'm currently, uh, I have an immediate repair course. Uh, I'm currently working in um, Baton Rouge um, this week. So as okay. you know, Harvey is coming back um, ashore. And so uh, we are trying to figure out, because um, we don't want to get stuck, in, um, stuck here because I'm supposed to leave out on Thursday. So we're trying to figure out today as we watch the storm, like should we drive back to Atlanta tonight to try to get ahead of it or yes. um, try to figure out, you know, do we stay and just wait to Thursday or Friday when we plan to leave out. So um, I will be um, trying to figure it out today with my team members. It's about um, eight of eight or nine of us who will have to make okay. the decision to whether we um, go back to Atlanta tonight. Okay. All right. I got that down. Thank you, Bianca. Anyone else on the call with a prayer request? Good morning, Mr. Chuck. How are you doing? I'm good, Chuck. How are you? Good, good. Of course, I want to pray for the SSS movement and, of okay. course, the people in Texas. And I just want to pray um, to be covered spiritually uh, dealing with the world and, you know, the assignments and the attack uh, of the people of God, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's real. Yeah, you know I'm going through it, so, you know, pray yeah. for me spiritually, mentally, and physically. All right. I got you, Chuck. Anyone else on the call? Yeah, I just want you to pray for me as a father. Pray for our family. Thank you. Okay. Um. Can y'all can y'all hear me? Yep, we got you. Okay, okay. Um, my name is Kyrie. It's K Y R E E, and just 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 pray for Jesus. Louise. <laughs> uh, I guess it's boldness. Um, it it's a, it's hard um, for me. I'm in college, and it is hard walking and following after Christ in college, okay? Um, It is not easy. And I am, gosh, Lee, I'm just so filled right now. I'm trying to make this short and sweet, but um, just I'm trying to walk out um, the will of God for my life. Um, I was not, I was saved with others in mind. So I was not saved for myself. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm realizing that. Um, and so, ooh, goodness gracious, sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, and so I, I'm just trying to, the Lord is putting me, he's giving me an assignment. Um, it's one of the biggest assignments that I've had since following him. And so I'm nervous and just pray for boldness, <laughs> please. Okay. Okay. 
you could do it. The one thing to know is that there's no assignment God will give you that he hasn't already equipped you for. So all your resources, all the people, everything is already coming your way. All you have to do is step out in it. So I recommend taking the baby steps in that. Um, But God, I mean, the people will come into your life. The doors will fling open. Everything that you need is already there. So don't look at the long-term picture, but just look at the baby step you have to take right now, and you can do it. I also recommend if there's not already a group on campus, um, a Bible-believing group that meets, that talks about Jesus, you can create one. There was a, a group at UNC Charlotte that was just created. It's called Intersections, and the girl was scared. She started it, and before school even started, there were already 75 people in the group. So wow. while it is hard in the circle mm-hmm. you probably walk in, there are people that feel the same way you feel, and you can yeah. be the person that starts that and builds that and brings that. So, um, so walk, continue to walk in it, and he will equip you. All right. And then anyone else on the call that we can add you to the prayer request list? Good morning, guys. Um, my name is Kelly. I just wanted to, this morning, just pray for my family and pray um, for continued strength as I walk with God. All right. I got it. Anyone else? Good morning. It's Daria. Hey, Daria. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um, but I wanted to pray about my apartment. Still haven't heard okay. anything yet. <laughs> okay. So okay. the first is what they're saying that the building will open and the city should approve it. So praying about that and because okay. um, obviously I know God has tested me and, and so I know I'm supposed to be patient. So, yep. Yep. you know, and just want to be obedient. So that's what I'm praying all right, I got you. I'm like living through your story every Wednesday. I love knowing, you know, like what's the update? What's the latest update? So I appreciate you calling in and sharing that. And I, I definitely believe it will all work out. And it is patience and sometimes it takes you down to the wire. Sometimes it will take you down to absolutely nothing to test your faith. You know, do you still believe me? And right at that last right. drop of, you know, that last penny, that last check, whatever it is, then everything comes in and you're like, whoa, God, sometimes, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I've been talking to to Crystal, and so I I missed the call last week because obviously it's 3 a.m. here, so something woke me up at 2.30, and I was like, oh, I understand, so I just put an alarm so I could wake up, wake up again so I could call in, so. Amen, amen, (laughs) amen. Well, yeah, you're going to be all right, but we definitely will pray for you right now, too. All right, anyone else on the call? Good morning, this is Shamika. Can you hear me? Hey. Yep, we got you. Um, I am um, something woke me up this morning as well. It was my daughter. So I know I was supposed to be on this call this morning, so I'm trying to whisper so she can't hear me and wake up again. But <laughs> I am, um, I feel like I'm in a place right now where I'm on a spiritual low. So okay. I definitely was supposed to have heard this message this morning. So I'm okay. praying that I um get out of whatever it is that I'm in. Okay. And um I get I get back to where I was spiritually because I just feel like I'm going down the hill mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everything is going down with it. 
So okay. um, that's my prayer request this morning. Okay. I got you. Thank you. I got you. You're very welcome. Yeah, and, and you know, in this walk there are mountain peaks and valley lows, and we have to walk through all of them. So that's the season that you're in, but I thought it, it is beautiful in that scripture that we're just reminded that God never leaves us and that he's with us. Um, he he's going before you, he's walking with you, and he's even carrying you through it. So um, even when it feels so horrible and everything is crumbling down, just hold on to that. Sometimes that one thought alone and just knowing, God, you're here um, is is enough just for that time, you know, just mm-hmm. for that time. In the darkness, uh, God, we're going through these things for God to bring you closer to him, number one. Number two, to test your strength and to show you your strength and how really how much you can endure. You're never going to like just volunteer yourself to go through these things. You want to stay in your comfort zone. You want to stay in your happiness and in your peace. But the truth of the matter is in the Bible it says we are going to go through those things. Where is your joy in the middle of that? So, you know, these things are there to build us up show us our strength, show us really how much we can be stretched, pushed out of our comfort zone, and still see God in that. So the valley lows um, sometimes are your blessings. They are your blessings. So it's hard to take in when you're there, but if you look back at any other time that you really went through something horrible, that's when you learn the most. That's when your strength was tested, you know, in the biggest way. So we'll pray for you right now that, um, you know, that you can see and feel God in a, in a mighty way. Um, but he, ha- he has us. We are, it says in the word, we are to go through these times. So you're in this season right now for a reason. All right, anyone else All right. before we go to God in prayer? I just want to say something really quick, and this is just a message for everybody that's on the call. Um, Wow, for somebody to wake up at 2 o'clock and for all of you to be intentional about getting up this morning, I'm inspired. But God is saying this morning, and this is going to be really quick, your faith is already in action. Mm -hmm. And God is going to do exactly what he promised he would do because you called in this morning and you put your faith in action, believing that everything that you've already said, this is my request. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing it to the foot of the cross because he commanded us to cast all our cares on him. And because of your obedience this morning, calling in and hearing this word, God is going to be faithful in what he does, and he's going to do exactly what your heart desires. Continue to be faithful. Continue to be obedient because it was obedience that allowed you guys to be intentional about calling this morning. So in your obedience, that's putting your faith into action. Now, after this prayer, I want you to go walk in it and believe in it, that God is going to do exactly what he said. Stand on his promises knowing that it's already been fulfilled. I just just had to get that off of me because, I mean, I'm getting chill bumps knowing that you guys say, hey, I woke up at 2.30. Hey, I'm in college and I want to do this. Hey, yeah. um, God is calling me to something greater. Whatever your story is, whatever God is dealing with in your life, knowing because you called in this morning, you've already put your faith into action because mm-hmm. before you even made your request, he already knew about it. 
But yep. sometimes we have to confess it to one another and confess it to the saints. And God is faithful in what he promised he would do. I love all of you guys this morning. And I Amen. stand in agreement with you that God's hand will be moved in your life. Go ahead, Jay. Amen. Let us go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, at this moment, we come to you with gratefulness in our hearts, exuding out of our pores, God. We thank you and we love you. And we, at times, don't even know how to really truly say that to you other than to say the word hallelujah, God, and give you your highest praise, God. Thank you so much for what you're doing in our life, in and around us, and even through us. Thank you so much for hearing us and walking with us, being with us in the highs and never giving up on us on our lows. Thank you for forgiving us every second that we make a mistake. And thank you, God, for continuously surrounding us with people and opportunities that will bring us closer to you. God, this morning we were reminded in your word that you never leave us. And we thank you, God for never walking away and never saying, nope, you went that direction and and now I want nothing to do with you, God. Thank you for being with us even more and covering us even more. God, this morning we ask that you send your angels to cover each and every person on this call, God, in such a way that it equips them and moves them to act on your behalf. God, we also thank you for the reminder that as we're filled up time and time again, that you've called us to do just one thing, one thing. Sometimes we forget that. You called us to go into the world and to preach your good news. And today, God, we're going to do that. And we're going to keep that in the forefront of our mind, God. And we're going to walk in that boldness, God. And, you're gonna, and we pray that you teach us. Teach us how to do that. Because every situation is different. Every person that we sit across is different and requires a different approach, a different way to come to them, God. And so we just ask that you be with us and give us the comfort, the boldness, the security, the, um, uh, and the right words, God, the right words, the right emotion to say at that very instance, God, as we do preach your word the word that so beautifully filled us and inspired us and changed our heart. So we thank you for this moment today uh, before the day even really gets started here on the East Coast and in the early wee morning of the hours in the West Coast, God, we thank you to be able to come together, different cities, different states, but come and be connected for one reason, and that is you. We want to grow closer to you, God, and so today we are seeking your face for more of you. Um, and we're also lifting up to you and bringing to you our concerns and our requests, God, because your word says, ask not, and you shall not. This morning, God, we first lift up Texas, God, the horrible hurricane, now tropical storm that has moved in and impacted and affected uh, so many people in this area, God. They're losing their houses. They've lost loved ones even. They've lost pets. They've lost they can't even see the roadways, God, and as the rain continues to come down and as the storm is moving and even um, getting strength in some areas, God, to come back around for a second time, God, this is an uh, impacted area, and we ask that your hand and your angels be with every single person there. God, I saw on the news yesterday one man said, I lost everything. I have nothing, and he was holding on to his son's hand. He said, but I thank God that we are still here. And the reporter said, but you have nothing. He says, I don't need anything. 
My son is right here, and I thank God. I thank God. I thank God, and he just kept preaching your name, God. And so I'm grateful for those moments that in the middle of the storm, People are praising your name and seeing your goodness and your blessings there. I think I'm so grateful for everyone who's opened their doors, people that have, feel like they have nothing, but all they did was say, come here. And, and it's being that, that building is being a place uh, of a blessing to so many people there. So we, we have all of their thoughts. All of their prayers are in our prayers right now, God, and we're standing with them this morning, God, and we're just asking that you do a magnificent work in this uh, horribly hit area, God, as they continue to endure the impacts of that storm. We lift up Bianca, who is um, in the vicinity, in that area for work, God, um, that you will give them a clear, clear and direct sign today what it is you want that group to do, where it is, how fast you want them to move, where they need to go to be safe and to not be caught in the crossfire of the winds and the storms, the electricity outage, outages, nothing like that, God, that you will be with them and give them a clear, direct sign today and tell them this is what I want my children to do to be safe, whether it's to be in the middle of it and to help and protect and to save or if you need them to get out into safety. You'll make that clear and known today. We lift up Chuck to you, God. You've given him, you've given him an assignment in his movement called Single saved, and serious, reaching out to people who love you so much, God, but need, need questions answered. And you've given him this movement, God, but with that, you've given him uh, the ups and downs of it, God, and starting a movement. Um, sometimes people are, don't show up. We've had Bible studies that no one has showed up, and out of that, a blessing has come. We've had moments that uh, that are tough and people um, don't stay as long as you want them to stay. God, speak to his heart as he seeks after you. How is it that you want him to go about building this movement, God, this beautiful movement in your name, um, and, he, and also to protect him because he is under attack at times, God, and we know that the enemy is real and he's raw, and he doesn't want him building single, saved, and serious. So he'll create little instances that'll, that'll take it from Chuck and say, I can't do this. But, God, we know that you can. We know that through you there's everything that Chuck can do, God, and he's going to reach hundreds and thousands of people through this movement, him and his wife. God, so right now we, we lift up this movement to you and we lift up Chuck to you, God. We lift up his confidence and his boldness in you this morning that nothing else will attack him, God, because you are even more real and you are more vibrant and more magnificent than what the enemy can ever do, God. And so we stand in that this morning. We stand in that together, that he will affect uh, and impact tons of people, God. This morning we lift up Fly Tie, Derek Jacobs to you, God. We lift him up to you as a father, the father you created him to be, God, that you will bring peace to the household, God, and Speak life into his children, that his children can see that their father loves them and that their father is there for them and that their father wants the best for them. God, as our children are growing up into these teenage years and feeling their hormones and um, walking in their own and, and, and feeling themselves and walking in their attitudes and their, you know, just wanting things the way they want them, when they want them, God. And it, it gets hard for a family. It gets so hard in these, in these years, God. And we just ask that you move in our way and that a miracle is created in our household, God, um, that 
we all don't push each other to the limits, God, but that there's peace and that there's love and more importantly that there's understanding of each other. And during these years, we don't expect that stuff to happen, but this morning, God, I'm expecting a miracle through you, God. I'm expecting a shift to happen in this household that doesn't make sense, but that it's for your glory, God, and that love encompasses every inch of this household, God, and that the boldness and fly tie that he has in the world, God, also is embarked in him and infused in him as a father to his children, God, even bigger and brighter and bolder for his kids. Teach him this week, God, as this week as he has homework, God. Show him what to do, how to do it, and when to do it, God, so he could be the best father that you've created him to be so that we can build up more young, mighty men for Christ. We lift up Kyrie to you this morning as she's in college and she's um, constantly being bombarded with the ways of the world, God, and, and, and she's being asked to come here and to go there and to be involved in conversations that the Holy Spirit starts to stir in her that she shouldn't be in, that she doesn't even want to be in, but she doesn't know how to walk away from them, let alone even how to change that conversation, God, because this morning she's coming to you and saying, God, fill me with your boldness and your confidence to not only walk away, but to be an atmosphere changer in every single room I walk into, that people know when I walk in, it's already changed, that something is happening because I'm here and because God sent me here. God, you've given her assignment, but there's a little bit of fear and a little bit uh, of holding back as to how we can actually move forward and getting this done. We know you've equipped her, God. So show her this week how that's going to happen and bring people into her life, leaders, friends, uh, prayer warriors into her life, God, that will do this walk with her, that will support her through it. And, God, we are believing for hundreds and even thousands of people just on her campus alone to be touched by the things that she's going to do, that you've called her to do. We lift up Kyrie to, her, to you this morning. Kelly? We lift her up. We pray for her entire family, the ups and downs that she's been going through with her children. God, and within her family only you know about, she's been praying these to you, God, and you've caught every single tear. This morning she's laying it at your foot. She's asking for confidence and even more importantly, strength. God, give her the strength to get through this season, God. As things are hitting her left and right, you know what they are. God, give her the strength that she can stand there and take it all and still do what you have called her to do as a mother. God, we lift up Kelly to you. And Daria, she always is seeking after you. She, is jump, she jumped out. She took a leap, leap of faith. You've asked her to do this. She's all the way across the world in the West Coast at 2.30 in the morning, God, and you're speaking to her. Two, 3 o'clock in the morning, you're speaking to her, God. You're giving her a word. You're giving her the direction. You're orchestrating her steps. God, but can we be real? Sometimes it's so scary. Sometimes we don't know what the next move is, God. And so just can you just show your face, bring one of your angels to console her this week, today even, to just say, to just remind her you're doing what I'm asking you to do, and I see you and I got you. God, because things are dwindling down, and we're asking for a safe place that you want her to reside in. This, is, it, is it this apartment building? Is there another one? Is there something else that you have planned out for her, God, that you'll just make that known, God, but she is seeking after you and trusting you with all that she is, God, and she's not worrying. She's coming to you. We lift up Daria to you. And Shamika, my God, 
You put her on this prayer call this morning for a reason. She is in a dark time, God. You're breaking her down. It's breaking her down, and she's feeling the effects of it, God. But you've never left her sight. And so we're reminded of that this morning, and we thank you, God. And and also through this, this time, you're showing her so much about herself, and you're bringing her to that Bible. You're bringing her to the Word. You're bringing her closer to you. You're saying, my child, come to me. Come to me. Don't look at your surroundings. Come to me. Have faith at it. Know it looks bad right now. It's supposed to. It's life. You're in the flesh. But have faith in me that I got you and that you will see the sunshine again. You will smile again from your heart. You will feel love again. You will go through this because I've equipped you to. So God, speak to her heart today as this morning she is seeking after you, God, not looking into her surroundings but seeking after you. God, we thank you so much for what you continue to do in all of our lives, God, and we just ask for that boldness. We are grateful for the reminder to step out into the world, God, and to preach your word. It's different for every person that we come across. It's different for every person that's on the cause to how they deliver it. God, so just be with us today as we step out. Thank you for this time just to connect all of us. And, and, and thank you for what's going to happen today. We ask that you go ahead of us and just make the, any crooked, crooked line that we may have completely straight as we get up and to, and to do your work on this Wednesday morning. We lift up the mission and the vision of stolen lunches, reminding us to steal away so we can be fed by you, just like this prayer call. We thank you for everything that you're doing in us and through us. And on this time, at this very moment, we pray to you. We pray to Jesus Christ. You are holy. You are worthy. You are the most righteous Father, God. And we love you. In Jesus' mighty name, we all unmute our phones and say amen. Amen Amen. and amen. 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 We love love you guys. Have a blessed day. Walk in it today. Walk in boldness today. We love you guys. Have a blessed day.